Welcome to Gain That Tune. What's going on, everybody? It is Game That Tune back in the house. Man, it's uh, it's not August anymore, gentlemen. We can stop acting like we don't like each other and get down <laughs> to just classic Game That Tune goof-off. It's, uh, it's your boy John Harrington here. We got John Regan say hey. Hey. We got David Fleming say hey. Hey. And we got Jesse Moore say hey. Hey. Oh, yeah. Man. I'm looking forward to tonight's show. It's nice to, nice to be back in the, uh, the, I don't know. I guess the picker's seat. I like, uh, I like having to, to have picked a game for the week. I haven't played music in a couple of weeks. It was a weird position for me to be in. You know, I'm not actually that good at guessing the music. But uh, if you're just joining us here on Game That Tune, hopefully you're good at guessing the music. Because what we're going to do is play uh, three songs from a game, hear a little bit of trivia, guess the games based on the songs, goof off, have a lot of fun. And a winner at the end of the night gets to pick a theme for the next show, play some bonus tunes. Uh, The winner of our August Absurdity Tournament by, you know, just that much uh, was King David, David Fleming. And by winning the tournament, not only does he get to brag and wear a crown and call himself King David, he also gets to pick the theme for tonight's show. So, uh, you know, David, uh, I think he went on an old standby. (laughs) What was the the theme for this week? Where'd that come from? (laughs) Whoa, that's a new sticker. That's Holy regal shit. as shit. No. Oh my god, that's the best sticker. Fuck. Wow. Have we never it's gotten real. a before? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, David, what's the theme for this week's show? Um, I... Honestly, <laughs> I'm going to be doing uh, this all show now. <laughs> I know that August Absurdity is over, but I just wasn't quite ready to let go, so we got one more free play. Son of a bitch, why am I not hearing this? I'm hoping there's a free play jingle. There is, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's time to do a free play. (laughs) (laughs) Show me a moves. Yes, it was was time to go old school with free play jingle. So uh, there, there you have it. You know, a little, uh, little Johnny Beatbox, a little Captain Falcon, a little classic game that tune style. So, uh, free play tonight. We got uh, four great games. Got a fan request in here, and uh, I think we're gonna have a gonna have a blast. So, Johnny, let's jump into it, man. We got four great games. We got a fan request that sucks. <laughs> I again, that's not the implication in the statement. In my stating <laughs> <Wow>. that. <laughs> man. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Sheesh. Game one. <laughs> Thank you. 
Neato. I like it. Pretty good, man. Yeah. Oh, that was quick. Yep, that's where that one <laughs> there ends. There you go. <laughs> nice. Mm. So, hell yeah, man. Fan request for the evening, starting everything off right. Uh, crap, I thought I wrote down who gave us this fan request. Uh, hold, please, while I credit the fan request. Uh, <laughs> this one came to Yes. Holding, holding, holding. You should put some sound effects in here. Yeah, Johnny, help me out. Whoops, God I hit that damn. twice. Wow, <laughs> double. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, HD so yeah. Mario 2. <laughs> this one, uh, thank you, John. <laughs> this one comes uh, to us from uh, from our buddy on Twitter, the uh, No Time for Time Travel podcast, a similarly nerdy podcast to us, at NTFTTpod on Twitter. Thank you for the request. Um, oh. And this game was released in North America in 1990, published by... Milton Bradley, noted board game developer, and possibly due to its lukewarm reception, was released in 1994 in Europe, self-published by its own developing company. Hmm. 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 spicy jam um yeah would you like a uh, additional just tag on to that previous trivia sure yes that probably yes. probably won't know. help you it's it's too late but uh it was self-published in uh, 1994 in europe by its developing company rare limited Ooh. interesting hmm. that doesn't change hmm. my answer at all <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> uh, this guarantees that my answer is wrong. Perfect. So let's uh, let's see some answers, Johnny. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> Johnny and Jesse both say Monopoly for the NES, which is sadly incorrect. And David wrote Asterix, uh, which is also incorrect. 
Now, this is a game called Captain Skyhawk. Oh, fuck, yeah. For okay. the NES. <laughs> I've heard of that. Yeah. I didn't know until getting this request and listening to these tunes that it was developed by Rare. So, uh, good for them. Interesting huh. game. Who here's played Captain Skyhawk? <laughs> oh, huge fan. I have not. Huge <laughs> Right? Right. Um... Yeah, no, uh, I definitely heard of this game, but had no idea what it was. And, uh, you know, it's funny, There's, it's a cool request. You know, thanks again for the request, but there's not very much music in the game. I was, I watched a full playthrough of the game. It takes about 20 minutes to play it, because it's like an arcade-style, uh, like, top-down, uh, you're flying a fighter jet game. And, uh, yeah, you're, you're flying a fighter jet and blasting stuff, and... Most of the sound is just the sound of a jet engine going, so it's just kind of a persistent... <laughs> and then, like, when you get to a boss, and I think only when you defeat the boss does it play, like, that last uh, song there. That's like the, you beat the level song, which is pretty dope. And then, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a pretty funky-looking game. Um, please tell me somebody's looking it up right now and being like, oh, yes, that game. Uh... Oh yes, that yeah, it's, tweeting. Uh, oh, yeah, that <laughs> thank you. Yeah, <laughs> everybody reaches for their for their the, keyboards. The music and sounds we'll, almost like a Capcom game. Yeah, yeah it, it was kind of I mean, thrown off by the right. It's uh, it's a David Wise soundtrack because it's uh, it's a rare game, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's you know, it's good tunes. There's just not very much of it. And, I do remember seeing this in stores. Right. I mem I remember seeing like the cover and being like, "Oh, that looks kind of cool, but yeah. I want this game instead." <laughs> I got to think this had like a, you know, a big push in America cuz of the Milton Bradley thing. Like, you know, how many games did Milton Bradley put their name on? Like, <laughs> you oh, know, I'm not saying they're some kind of powerhouse or whatever, but like that, you know, Milton Bradley, you know, they made all the board games that I played when I was a kid, so it yeah, makes I sense they would want to I was going to say yeah. like, are you fucking kidding me? Milton Bradley put out a ton of games. I mean, their what? name was all of Oh, you mean video games? Video. Yeah, that's different. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, uh, you know, Milton Bradley. When I think you know games, yes, I do think Milton Bradley. When I think video games, I do not think not Milton so Bradley. Not so much. No. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the Monopoly answer has made sense, but uh, no. It's I funny did Milton that's what Bradley? I, almost what I went with for my answer. And actually, did, no, motherfucking Parker Brothers made Monopoly. Yeah, I was about to ask, wait a minute, I don't think Mel Bradley actually made that. Whoops. <laughs> Son of a uh, bitch. Yeah, but so uh, no. And also, did like, Milton Bradley do? Uh, and hmm. follow up to every single one that we find, is it actually good? <laughs> the the yeah. different Milton Bradley board games. I mean, maybe. <laughs> Uh, no, it's just, I was thinking, it's one of those companies that's like Procter & Gamble. Like, I know them as a name, but I'm not really sure what they make. Right. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, Candyland? <laughs> thank you. They're, that's it. They, you know, that's their fucking hit. <laughs> game of Life. Operation. A little game called Battleship. Oh, okay. Hmm? Mousetrap? Fuck. I, I actually, I used to love Mousetrap. What am I saying? <laughs> yeah. I don't know that I've ever actually played Mousetrap. I've only set up the thing and then watched it go. Yeah. See, but oh, part they, of the fun is that you have to play a game to set up that Mousetrap. Otherwise, you're just building a little you know thing and setting it off and then leaving that shit for your dad to step on and get mad about. Um, and really, I think ooh, I only did. set up like the rickety staircase because I, I liked watching the marble go down. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I like the part where the man dives into the fucking tub or whatever. Like, anyway. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it looks like they did Hero Quest, which is actually, actually like totally badass. I don't know if you ever played Hero Quest. Uh, I did not, but go for it, Johnny. What is it? <laughs> it's, it's Dungeons and Dragons, the board game. Nice. Like, nice. Yeah, you you pick your character. You have a dungeon master esque guy who like sets up all the monsters and traps and shit, and you go around and he like as you enter rooms, he reveals you know what's actually in the room, and you deal with things, and it's totally sweet. <laughs> like at least I remember it being totally sweet. I'm into it. Um, for the record, Milton Bradley did publish several NES games, uh, most notably California Games, uh, Digger T Rock, and let us not forget their probably best game, best you know, most well-known game, Marble Madness. Oh, um, oh dog. yeah. So you know they made some good games, or at least put their name on some good games. But uh, yeah, this one—it's just—it's uh, weird. I mean, you know, like I said, I'm sure this had a push in America, but it's funny it didn't do well. Can you imagine this game like coming out in 1994 in Europe and like buying that when like you're three years into the Super Nintendo life cycle and you get like a top-down NES shooter game? Like how disappointing this game looks. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's uh. I don't understand why you would delay something at that, like, you know. And for why would one, you... like, the <laughs> NES wasn't popular in Europe like it was mm. over here. So, yeah, like, true. for them to release it late over there is just, like, no one's going to care about that. Yeah. They're like, this isn't fucking Alex Kidd. Fuck this shit. You, know? <laughs> you got to say it in a European accent. Oh, yeah. Uh, your choice. Um, <laughs> let's see. I can't wait. Boy! <laughs> This shit ain't no fucking Alex kid. This bloody fucking cut is all fucking, you know. Ooh, that looks fun. <laughs> I think that was. I like how that was 85 to 90 percent swear words. Like, <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. I, <laughs> pretty cool. I got. I'm honestly very upset because I thought Jesse was going to do an accent. I didn't realize he was going to get his cousin from England to guest on the show right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, Lord, uh, like Lord Palmerston Moore, everybody appearing on Lord the show. Lord Warrington. There we go. Yeah. Lord Warrington. We should have got that Mark guy to come on the show. Oh, God. Um, but yeah, uh, Captain Skyhawk... Uh, top-down shooter game and actually every other level it's not a top-down shooter it becomes like a like a like facing like a like a rear-facing shooter it becomes or like a burner like an nes Star Fox looking thing <laughs> hmm. you know it's uh you know i was watching i'm like oh that's kind of cool you gotta like shoot down ships and stuff but then i realized like wow it really looks like you're moving around flying and i <laughs> there's no scenery it's a blue ground and a blue sky of a slightly different tint, and nothing moves <laughs> except like your uh, your plane. So it's not like wow, you're flying through the clouds or you know like uh, <laughs> you know flying through this terrain. Nope, it's just you're moving a ship and shooting things. It, you know, it, it, I don't think it's a bad game, but I just don't think it's a very awesome game. You know, I don't know. Uh, I should actually play it, I guess, before I pass judgment on it, but. You know, I don't know. It's not really our style around here. We we talk about things with fun. a lack of knowledge. You know. <laughs> Jesse, we'll ask your uh, we'll ask your you know European cousin to uh, to be our informant on these things from now on. So yeah, well, you know, whenever none of us have played the game, we're gonna assume that Lord Moore has played it, and he can uh, he can give his opinion on it. 
Yeah. <laughs> this is one angry English guy who lives in <laughs> playing NES <laughs> games while all his other friends are playing Master System, Mega Drive. Yeah, and Amigas. <laughs> yeah, yeah fucking Amigas. <laughs> ZX yeah. Spectrums and all that I was going to say, shit. he's the only one who doesn't have the ZX Spectrum. Uh, awesome. <laughs> Can't believe um, I'm playing this bullshit while everyone else gets to play Fantasy World Dizzy. Yeah, yeah enjoy Captain <laughs> Skyhawk, <Dizzy>. bitch ass. <laughs> oh, uh, man. I'm glad we could get a Dizzy reference on the show at some point. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, you know, if we had more European guys on the show, we might know, we might, you know, hear these things more often, understand them. But <laughs> as it stands now, um, Captain Next. Skyhawk, interesting game, decent music, uh, good request. Uh, guys, anything else on? Otherwise, Captain- it's shite. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lord, <laughs> for that insight, uh, Johnny. Shall we keep it moving? Let's game two.
feel very fucked with. <laughs> hmm. All right. So, um, I have two pieces of trivia. Dose. Do you want both of them now? One now, one later? Does anybody not need trivia? Let's do both now. Okay. I don't know about need, but I want trivia. <laughs> um, so, trivia number one. All of the music in this game is provided by a Japanese chiptune trio called YMCK. Trivia number two. The official website for this game gives a piece of incorrect information because the official website says, and I quote, look for favorites from classic NES titles, end quote, which is not true because two stages in this game are based around the Japanese Famicom title Devil World, which was never released on the NES. Mm. All right. Never.
Did so it actually who, end? Yes. <laughs> yes. So who cool. has some guesses? I, I have a guess. You know, sometimes you have answers, not guesses. Ooh, ooh. I don't go fishing, I go catching. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. So, um, John Regan and, well, John Regan says the NES Remix game for Wii U slash 3DS, and Jesse says Ultimate NES Remix, both of which are good guesses, but incorrect. John Harrington has the win with Pictobits. What the fuck is that? Technically (laughs) art-style Pictobits, but Pictobits. Right, for the uh, Nintendo DS, yes. Uh, This was for the Nintendo DSiWare download store. Oh, great. I'm just trying to upload or update the fucking, you know, thing to read the proper way. <laughs> That's the first time I've ever typed the words DSiWare. <laughs> uh, yeah, we all, yeah, we all downloaded games on DSiWare, right? Exactly. I, you know, you know me, huge fan of DSiWare that I am. You know, thorough picto-bitter. Uh, you know, yep, <laughs> it, it, know it this game. A- it had a handful of really solid games, and this was one of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know of this game, thanks to listening to video game music podcasts on which they've played music from this game and talked about this game. Uh, no, I never had a DSi or used the DSiWare service. Was the DSiWare service even available on non-DSIs? Um, you can download DSiWare games on the 3DS, so gotcha. it is still possible to buy and play this game, and I highly recommend mm. it, because it's like $5, and it's a lot of fun. Johnny, get on it, man. You own a 3DS, and I bet you haven't been playing it very much. No, not a lot. What's a DSi? <laughs> okay, so... It's one of those in-betweens. The, there was the Nintendo <laughs> DS, CSI? then they released the Nintendo DS Lite, which is the slimmed-down version. Then they released the Nintendo DSi, which had more emphasis on online and a camera oh. built in. And then they released the 3DS. Yeah. Uh. The DSi is the Game Boy Micro of the Nintendo DS family. It was like they okay. maybe should have just gone ahead and released the Nintendo 3DS. But well, yeah, it's, it's all good. <laughs> Basically, um, when Sega died, uh, Nintendo had to fill the void of let's keep making the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. You know, the DS family of systems has been... Man, there's a lot of them. Um, and God, they just released the new one. I was going to say, is that the new 2DS XL? It's so pretty. I believe so, yeah. yeah I mean, I kind of want to play it, but at the same time, I like having... I mean, I have the original shitty little Cosmo Black 3DS, you know, with its tiny scratched-up screen, you know, but it plays things in 3D. Yeah, exactly. There's that blue 3DS. Ambassadors, um, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't. I actually wasn't an ambassador, sadly. But, I would uh, reach for mine, but it's in the other. Yeah, it's I all have good. my 3DS XL. Oh, yeah. look at me. Somebody, uh, somebody at some point, you know, work at a hotel and, uh, you know, in the lost and found, like they were cleaning it out and there was a very oddly marked, uh, charger that they were like, what is it? What kind of phone is this for? I'm like, that's a DS logo. Wait a minute. No, that's a DS light logo. It's 2017. What the fuck is this doing here? <laughs> like, 
That's a strange find. <laughs> you know, we, I hunted high and low throughout the hotel. Never did find the actual DS itself, so, you know, somebody somewhere has a DS light that they've been unable to charge for quite some time. Damn it. Uh, and if they were, I was like, I mean, seriously, if they're still playing a DS light these days, you know, they're probably really upset about it. But, uh, yeah, so PictoBits, it's a, it's a puzzle game. You're matching blocks, colorful blocks, and making... 8-bit characters and things using them and hearing cool Nintendo remix music. That's the gist, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought I was gonna, like, talk about the game, but then you just jumped right in and pretty much said it, so... Yeah, sorry, I, did... <laughs> I was just trying to give you the gist. <laughs> no, that's that's it. It's a it's a falling block puzzle game, but the bo- it, it all takes place on the bottom screen, and you've got, like, two or three rows of colored blocks, and you have to, like, use your stylus to match them so as the blocks fall, they'll connect and then make a full set of four, four or six, I think. And then they mm. disappear and they fill in colors on the top screen, which is a sprite from an old NES or Famicom game. Right. Yeah, so, I was going to oh, say, cool. did you just give the most, like, nitpicky trivia possible? Like, Yes, you know, yes, I did. Yes, technically, it's, a, it's Famicom. <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's a puzzle game released on the DSiWare download service. Trivia was kind of hard to find on this one. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. You're right. But, um, um, yeah. yeah, so every stage is based on a game, and you're trying to create sprites from that game. So you're trying to make Mario, or Luigi, or Link, or Ganon, or an Excite Bike Racer, or the Little Dragon from Dever World, or... The Eggplant Man from Wrecking Crew. Yeah. And every stage has a remix of that game's main song? Right. Because some of them, like, there's there's multiple Mario levels, there's multiple Zelda levels. Yeah. Now, it's, it's a matching game, you're matching the colors, and it fills in the pictures based on what colors you match. Does there ever get to be a strategy element of, like, you actually just need this color matched, so, like, just match that one, or do you just match everything that's coming at you and, you know, you try and just keep the level going? You just match everything that's coming at you, because as mm. they fall, if, if the pieces from the top, they're in, like, solid chunks, and right. if they get to the bottom without you matching, they just turn into the individual blocks, and that's kind of, like, what fills your bottom layer. Um, okay. And if it gets filled to the top then that's when you lose, so it's kind of like Tetris that way. Um, But the goal is to kind of, like, match them and get rid of them before they hit the bottom. Mm. Um, So eventually, like, it does get to a point where, oh, it keeps sending me, like, white and yellow and all I need is red. Crap. But the, the pattern that sends to you repeats constantly, so eventually you'll get what you need. Gotcha. Yeah, so the one I remember seeing, it was, it had the colors of NES Link, so like green, brown, whatever you want to call his skin color, beige, uh, you know, and then uh, next to him was a fucking blue Octorok, so there was like blue and white too, and like I remember seeing like the guy fill in like Link almost completely, but like not being able to get very many blue and white blocks. I'm like, oh, that's a real dick move, puzzle. Come on now, <laughs> like, you know, let the man finish the puzzle. <laughs> like he's doing really good. I'm watching this guy swipe, swipe these little tiles around. He's a he's a Pictobits master, but but yeah. So I was just wondering if that was like part of it, because I feel like that would happen 
you know, frequently in like my uh, poor playings of like say bust a move. You know, you accidentally <laughs> connect like you know you connect a color you don't need to the top, so it just keeps giving you that color, and you can't like finish the uh, finish the game or whatever, or angle it right, and you just get all the all the wrong colors. I don't know these these color matching games. They're fun. I just wonder how much they want to dick you around and make you lose. They're Seems like fun this one's until you fuck up. Exactly. Until you re remember that you suck at puzzle matching color games, like I do. <laughs> Especially, uh, <laughs> you know, ones that I haven't played for the DSiWare or Bust-A-Move, which involves geometry. Not my strong suit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I remember, but, uh, I actually, I did have a DSi, and I was looking at, like, DSiWare games. Like, what's, what's coming out? And there's, there's a whole series called Art Styles that are various puzzle games, but built around various artistic things and it wasn't until this one came out because they're all they're all like pretty standard pretty minimalist like they're good games but nothing spectacular about them and then here came one that's like hey look nes sprites wait okay now you have my attention yeah. something that i want to see <laughs> i would have thought that they all would have centered around nes sprites but uh you know geez some people just don't like making money i guess uh you know <laughs> But, yeah, so, I'm just trying to think, of, you know, did you play any of the other art style games? Are any of them worth playing, or is this the only one? <laughs> no, this is the only one that I played. Um, Word. Of, of all the DSiWare games, there's there's this one, there's Mighty Flip Champs, Mighty Milky Way, and Shantae Risky's Revenge. And those are pretty much the only ones I ever played. Still downloadable in the 3DS, though, am I right? <laughs> yes, and highly recommend on all of them. Bingo, um, yeah. <laughs> but no, it's, like I said, it's it's a cheap puzzle game, it's a fun puzzle game, and it's got some really, really good remixes. I dig that. Johnny, I command you to play it. Okay. <laughs> God, I love being in charge. Uh, <laughs> anything else on uh, on Picto Bits before we, uh, before we move on? No, no? Um, I would say the only thing that I would say is it's got a killer soundtrack and look forward to that soundtrack getting added to Game That Tune Radio. Hey, now that's how you do a now promo. What's Game That Tune Radio, David? <laughs> I'm so glad you asked, Jesse. Um, yeah. Game That Tune Radio is our 24-hour, seven-day-a-week radio streaming <laughs> service, uh, which can be found on YouTube that plays... Not just video game music, but video game music specifically from the games that we featured here on Game That Too. Mm -hmm. Wow, I, that that's impossible. Now, do I have to pay anything to do this, or you know, is Jesse, there some kind I'm of like weird like hoops I need to jump through? <laughs> this do is I have to call somebody? Because I really don't want to have to talk to someone on the phone because that's you know, awful. You know, Jesse, we we know that that's a problem for you and many other people, so we've said. <laughs> We're not going to make that an issue for Game That Tune Radio. It's completely free. You don't have to pay anything. Don't have to call anything. You just log on to our link and enjoy it. Although, if you would like to add a little bit extra, if I'm not mistaken, we are looking at a new Patreon bonus where you can choose some of the soundtracks that get added to Game That Tune Radio. So if you check out patreon.com slash game that tune, you know... Look at some of those tiers there. You too can contribute to Game That Tune Radio. 
Now I gotta go update the Patreon, <laughs> like right now. <laughs> Damn it. We're gonna get such a flood of new patrons because of this radio station. Oh, it's gonna be crazy. And they're all gonna be like, where's my contribution tier? I wanna give you guys a soundtrack to play. And John will have never updated the Patreon. So that, you know, they'll all just have to pay the maximum amount. And then we'll have to mention them during every show. Um, and then we'll finally yeah, no, for real. Go to-, to make all of the ridiculous movies and games that we've talked about. Finally, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, check out patreon.com slash game that tune. Or if you want to, just start by checking out uh, YouTube, search for game that tune, and find our 24 7 live music stream. Because we're going to update it with every soundtrack we use on the show. So uh, yeah, it's just getting yeah, off the I ground th- now, and it's fucking cool. Hashtag. Uh, I think she- I managed to. I think I managed to keyword it so that if you type in VGM livestream, I think we're the first live result in the search list. Really? I think I managed to pull that off. I think. <laughs> That's impressive because <laughs> yeah. there's so many more, like, actually watched live streams than us. So if you did that, man, great fucking job. Uh, so yeah, somebody go to YouTube and search in. for that. <laughs> It could just be that if I'm logged in, it prefers to show me my own things. God damn it, John. That's probably exactly know. what it is. So anyway. Uh, okay, um, your- before we move on, I just want to say, I want to confirm. I went to YouTube.com and searched VGM livestream, and we're number two. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> number two is our natural position. So, yeah. That's kind good, of awesome. Man. Real good. Uh, so you might say, we're the shit, and we're moving on, Johnny. What do we got next? Game three. It's good to see you again. Pull up a chair by the hearth.
Yar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trivia time. <clears throat> when a Cobalt Guardian is killed, it will say, Error 37. This is the error code that players received when attempting to play Diablo 3 during its initial launch. Hmm. kind of ended yeah that's how it's, it's like life yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> the game of life milton bradley 
just kind of ends. That's that's the other clue. That's <laughs> it. No. That's the beauty of the game Delta of life Bradley. is you never know when it's gonna end. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. The car veers off the path and you don't get to collect any more life tiles and you know it's real <sighs> da darkest timeline. <laughs> Alright you guys you guys ready to show me what you got? Yeah. Yes. Alright. Uh we got John. Johnny has a penis. Um, John Harrington says Diablo 3. And David says Hearthstone. David is correct. Oh, so have any of you guys played Hearthstone? I used to work with a guy who was obsessed with Hearthstone. <laughs> but I have not it's, played it, now. It's one of those games, isn't it? It's, uh, it's uh, one of those games people tend to obsess over. It's a, it's it's super fun. Uh, it's free to play, so like you don't have to spend any money. I haven't spent any money, and I've had a lot of fun, and I've built some fairly competitive decks and stuff. Hmm. And um, basically, it's like a card game um, with Warcraft stuff in it. Um, so like, if you if you are like familiar with Warcraft lore at all, like there's a lot of fun stuff that is in that. Um, even if not, there, it's still, you know, the art is great. There's cool, like, solo adventures where you play against these specialized computer decks, and they're, like, really weird and, and challenging, and, and, um, so, like, you, you keep playing, and you earn gold, and you can buy packs, or you can do arena, which is, like, you do booster drafts and stuff, and it's, it's really fun. Uh, it scratches my, like, Magic the Gathering itch, um, and which is good because Magic the Gathering costs a lot of money to like play it, while this costs zero. And uh, now that I so, like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no buying expensive cards, but you get all the satisfaction of playing Magic yeah. Magic's Gathering. And it's, and it's fun, and they they constantly update it and stuff. And uh, I it's just it's just a fun game to like, you know, if you want to watch something but also kind of play something not too you know thinky or you don't have to watch because you have to take turns to play cards. So. You know, watch some Star Trek: The Next Generation while you're playing Hearthstone. It's perfect for something like that. It's yeah, I love so. the level of engagement necessary for most free-to-play games. It's pretty yeah. good. <laughs> um, now you said it's got Warcraft stuff in it. Um, you talking about the movie from last year? No, like uh, uh. Warcraft Two, uh, World of Warcraft, Warcraft Three. Don't know what know. those are, but I'm thinking of the hit movie. Yeah. Warcraft. Yeah, uh, I still want to see yeah. it. <laughs> you haven't seen it? <laughs> Not yet. I, I hear like if you're into Warcraft, it's actually fairly good. It's uh, yeah, okay. So somebody who didn't know Warcraft was a thing before seeing the Warcraft movie, it was an interesting watch because uh, <laughs> man, I've, I've I've heard that like the main problem is the I think because it was Duncan Jones, wasn't it? It was. Yes. That he's like he a super huge Warcraft fan, so he did everything he could to put as much as he could into the movie, which okay. kind of makes it not great for non-fans. Right. Yeah, it uh, it was rather impenetrable for me. I, uh, you know, <laughs> I had no idea what the fuck was going on. <laughs> but uh, it was cool looking and had orcs with big teeth. Uh, you know, I think somebody even had a pierced tooth. It was... Uh, it's a pretty interesting-ass movie, if you ask me. 
Um, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the card game based on that fantastic movie. No, uh, I don't World think it has any references to the movie. <laughs> the worldwide phenomenon. <laughs> um, you know. Uh, yeah, it's uh, probably pretty fun. But yeah, no, I, I like uh, I like getting into a free to play game every now and then. I haven't played this one. Um, trying to think of the last one I put any significant amount of time into. Did you ever play that Pokemon like free to play board game game, Pokemon Duel? No, I I didn't have it. Was that any good? Uh, I enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> you should probably look that up because you get little Pokemon statues and you have to go head to head and play board games against people. That's awesome. And awful. yeah, you can like train your train your statues and stuff, and <laughs> you know, you have all kinds of abilities and cards that you can play, and you know, it's actually really cool. It was like the last free to play game I put a lot of time into, and it was really good. So. Yeah, yeah. If Hearthstone scratches a similar itch for Warcraft fans, that's uh, that's dope, man. Yeah. This is super fucking popular, right? <laughs> it's it's yeah. They have like tournaments and stuff like okay, it's yeah. an esport and whatnot, which is weird because there are a lot of random elements to it. But I know a lot of people bitch about the you know RN Jesus, you know fixing up the game and whatnot. Because sometimes there's a lot of cards that kind of do stuff. And you're not exactly sure what it's going to do. And sometimes <laughs> it can help you. And sometimes it can really help you. And like, uh, so, you know, if you have a game where just every time you're playing, you just keep getting the really good random things happening, then, you know, it's awesome. But sometimes you're having a good game, <laughs> you know, so there mm. are some random elements to it. But I think that makes it kind of fun. You know, it can give you like an edge if you're not as experienced, but you got that one card that could just turn the game, you know. So I, I don't know. It's, it's fun. All, all the uh, decks like have different abilities that are fun that uh, are real. Um, what would you say? Uh, thematic to the, uh, the deck, like, you know, your warrior deck, he's got uh, an ability that gives him armor and so like all his cards have like either armor cards or you know hurting your uh, monsters to make them stronger you know enraging them so it's like it, it feels like uh you know kind of like you're playing warcraft like even like the like i was mentioning the solo adventures the decks there were a lot of like the the guys you fight uh they feel like the bosses in World of Warcraft, but in card game form, if that makes sense. Like, their mechanics are very similar. Like, you okay. have to do this because uh, his ability is going to do this at a certain time. So you need to be able to withstand 20 damage, you know. <laughs> and it's it's, 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 it's it's fascinating. It's fun. I, I like it. And you can play it on, like, your phone. You can play it on uh, your computer. You know, there's all sorts of ways to play it. I was gonna say you were talking about the boss having the same mechanics. Like, uh, so is the are the card plays like is it like random drawing? Like, you know, like you you got are you totally uh, fucked against a boss if you don't have the right deck? <laughs> like you got a thirty you you build thirty card decks based on mm -hmm. characters. So you like you have mage decks, druid decks, rogue decks, and so on. And uh, so like then you have specific cards that are just for those classes. Like you know, rogue will have like a backstab card or like equip a certain dagger. But then you have cards that all decks are can use, which are just usually just monsters. And so you throw in some, you know, your uh, class cards. You throw in your monster cards. Word. Then you go up against the solo adventure. And and the one thing about the solo adventure is, oftentimes you'll figure out like a way to cheese it. Like, <laughs> you're like, oh, for some reason this deck uh, makes all my secrets uh, for free, so I'll just make a card or a deck 
where I have a bunch of secrets, so I just play them for free all the time, and then I can, you know, beat the boss easy peasy. But you wouldn't want to use that deck against a human opponent, because they probably have a deck that they've looked up on how to build, and it's just okay. going to lick your face. <laughs> Word. That makes sense. Well, cool. You know, um... Yeah, I feel like I should get into this. Am I, like, way too late? Is it, you know, is the moment no, past? No, uh, um, <laughs> a new expansion just uh, popped, the Frozen Throne and stuff. So, like, there's all sorts of new uh, cards and uh, stuff. So, I mean, you're it's right in time. A lot of people are playing right now. So awesome. You can get in and get to work. Yeah. Get some gold. I just might, man. You know... I was gonna say, I, you know, I need something to play. Then I'm like, wait, no, I don't. I've got too much <laughs> stuff to play. Um, but you know, I could maybe find some time. You know, sometimes I don't feel like taking the switch to the bathroom, so maybe, uh, you know, <laughs> maybe play it on the phone. A little, uh, little Hearthstone action. Uh, you know, I need to go number two. It'd be good. Yeah, cool. <laughs> um, anything else on Hearthstone, Johnny? Your favorite game of all time? Am I right? <laughs> Oh, it's a yeah. Uh, no, I can't do a bit on this. I've what never deck played do you it. like to use? What's your favorite <laughs> exactly. deck? Show us your. I like um, how you started really strong, and then you could just tell as you were going downward. I like to build a solid blue deck. Blue blue deck. Uh, yeah. You mean like a shaman deck or a mage sure. deck? Yeah, those. those. Man, when, when Johnny's playing Hearthstone, they call him Deckbeard. He's got deck so beard. many decks. Deckbeard. <laughs> the guy's I'm just the biggest fan of Hearthstone. So long as there are no follow-up questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, fuck yeah! I'm, uh, I'm really using. I'm really into using artifact creatures and things with phasing. Um, <laughs> other magic terms that I know. <laughs> well done, I mean, it's essentially magic, but free. <laughs> Tell us one fact about the Warcraft movie, or play the next. Uh, play the next song. <laughs> well, he used to play Warcraft too, so he could. Yeah, come yeah. on, Johnny, I'm begging you. <laughs> uh, they probably say glug glug at some point. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they do say uh, or zug zug. Warcraft. <laughs> See, yeah. I was so looking forward to the tell us one fact about the Warcraft movie or play the next song. Game four. I'm giving him an out, you know. <laughs> he could literally say, there's orcs, and then fucking hit game four. It's not <laughs> orcs. <laughs> you dumbass. Game four. <laughs>
Fuck yeah, I love that song. God, it's a good jam, man. That's sweet. good man hell pretty yes good so does anyone need trivia yeah yes good good you know it's a real toss up here um so this is the first game in the series to be dated 20xx as opposed to 200x <laughs> should just let that ride a little bit longer i fucking love that (laughs) That song that is a really good jam yeah no it's uh it's easily one of my favorite jams in the entire series i uh i've got a real soft spot for that song so anyway uh how are you guys feeling 
I'm feeling great. Uh, I'm f- yeah, feeling pretty good. Feeling good? Feeling great? Feeling great. Jesse, how are you? I think I feel okay. Good, good. Let's, uh, let's see some answers. Hopefully we got a hat trick here. Oh man, I see Mega Man 5. I see Mega Man 5 and David appears to be holding up a calendar of, or a fucking art book or something with Mega Man 5 in it. I assume no, that means he's Rock guessing Man Mega Man 5. 5. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Was this the NES version or the Famicom version? There you go. <laughs> he's the one busting out Famicom games Let's earlier. Let's be specific here. Uh, Mega Man 5, Johnny, hit that Ultra. <laughs> yes! Ultra! Cool. Mega Man 5. Um, yeah, I have mm. the, the Mega Man art book at my desk for inspiration. I'm like, good. Very I can good. reach for all Mega Man knowledge at any Yes, good. So that's why I should never choose this again for your cheating art book owning ass. Um, man, I love Mega Man 5. Um, any of you guys, uh, any, any of you guys got the same soft spot that I do for Mega Man 5? Yeah, it's really great. It's a great game. So <laughs> I'm sure funny, it was great, though. <laughs> funny thing, um, Mega Man Five is one of my lesser favorites of the NES. Johnny, I'm gonna need David removed from the show. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, That's fair. We don't we don't take kindly to, to uh, dissenting opinions around here. <laughs> I mean, I uh, like Mega Man Five. I like Mega Man Five a lot. Five a lot, but compared to other Mega Man games, it's uh, I'd say it's decidedly middle of the road. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, because like when I think of Mega Man games, the thing that I really gravitate towards is the Robot Master weapons, and the Robot Master weapons in Five are pretty bad. Yeah, they do kind of suck. Um, yeah, I had kind of forgotten that. I, I streamed this whole game a couple of weeks ago, and I still love it. It's a lot of fun. Um, but I think they were, you know. I don't know if they were running on empty or what, what, but like, they, uh, yeah, the robot master weapons aren't so hot in this one. It's they're not very useful outside of fighting the robot master that they're used against. Like, you know, gyroman's attack. You shoot a fan blade that you can make go up or down. Like, that's kind of just slower magnet man's attack. Uh, you know. Fucking Crystal Man, you get a, a barrier. Well, there's, or no, wait, you don't even get a barrier. No, Star Man has the barrier. Uh, Crystal Man, you get a bouncing shot. I didn't know crystals bounced and reflected off of walls, but sure, let's go with it. Uh, Napalm Man <laughs> should be theoretically really cool. You were shooting grenades, napalm grenades at things. They kind of bounce on the ground like you dropped a Nerf football and then explode. <laughs> yeah. Like, Although I, I, yeah. Will, I will give credit because Mega Man 5 has one of my favorite robot master weapons ever, which is the gravity hold, which mm-hmm. clears the entire screen and every enemy flies off into space. It's, it's fucking great. great. <laughs> yeah, like, I love Gravity Man. I think that's really just how my love for this game started. Like I got this game back when it came out. And then you fucking, you know, you go to Gravity Man stage first. I don't know, I, you know, I don't even think I read Nintendo Power and it said go to Gravity Man stage. It was just like, that's Gravity Man, I'm going there. Like, <laughs> well, I think know, it's just then, because it's like, Napalm Man, oh, that sounds pretty cool. Charge Man, eh, I don't know about that. Gravity Man, okay, I gotta see this. 
Yep, exactly. Count me in. And then uh, you start walking on the fucking ceiling, and that that was a big deal back in 1992. It's like, <laughs> holy shit, I've never walked on the ceiling as Mega Man. I've done a lot of stuff in my life, but this is something else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gravity puzzles. All right. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, and yeah, that fucking weapon's great. I love when you can use it, like, <laughs> to defeat, like, a really big enemy. There's those, like, big, like, pink guys that just jump on you, and you hit them, like, three or four times, and they, they fly off, and you waste your whole gravity hold on them. It's great. <laughs> like, I don't feel like fucking with this. Wow, 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 what? And they're just gone. <laughs> use up all your weapon energy, but it's so worth it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, the only time you need to not use that, uh, you know, <laughs> ironically, is in Gyroman's level, because it defeats Gyroman. But uh, there's so many you know, opportunities to use it in Gyroman's level. Everything's floating. So it's just like, get that shit out of here. Oh, look, it's a chicken that's <laughs> laying robot eggs. Get that shit out of here. <laughs> yeah, get it all out. <laughs> oh, I have nothing left for the boss. This was a, this was a mistake. Um, I'd, I'd like to take this opportunity mm. to petition the name of the episode be Gravity Man. Get that shit out of here. Get that shit out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Gravity Hold, a.k.a. get that shit out of here. Um... But yeah, it's a, uh, I don't know, it's a fun game. Uh, it is easier than I remembered. You know, uh, I was, you know, I almost went with the trivia of uh, this was the first entry in the series since the original Mega Man, uh, in which the uh, final boss was vulnerable to the Mega Buster. And I was thankful that that was the case because when I was playing through it, I fucking <laughs> ran out of everything <laughs> and you know, still got to beat the game. But, uh, it, fucking A, man. Cause Maybe I the was, trivia that I... Because <laughs> mm. I want to say that, um, the final boss in 4 is weak to the buster, because that was the first one where you could charge it, and they made a big deal about that. All right. But I might I, I might be wrong. I'm not sure. I I don't remember anything about 4. I need to get back into 4 again. I've, I mean, oh, I remember oh, who's four. in it. 4 but, is cool. him. <laughs> yeah, four, 4 I'm fairly indifferent to. Um... But yeah, uh, you know, the final boss was uh, such a pain in the ass. I was glad to glad to be able to shoot him with the fucking buster because I literally it moved around in such a way that I, you know, my old ass couldn't even figure out what it was weak to. I think it was weak to power stone, but I never could land it. That's the other thing. Some of the weapons were just fucking impossible to use. Like, you know, you can't you literally can't hit the final boss with charge kick, so it couldn't be that. You know, even though I like Charge Kick. I think it's a dope-ass thing. You get a slide with a little thunder cloud or a thunder thing on the front of it, and you get to kill people with it. You just, you know, I'm already sliding all over the stage. Why not be killing shit, too? Yeah. Yeah. You know. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like this also, <laughs> you know, though, I think it was a victim of timing, because did, did Mega Man X come out right before this or, like, right after this? <laughs> I think it was right yeah, because I, I think, think six uh, came out after Mega Man X. Right, because I was gonna say yeah, I feel like this was right around the time of Mega Man X, and you know I enjoyed this one, but Mega Man X just like you know changed the whole game and put everything to shame. So it's just you know because I want to say know. it was five, then X, then six, and then like X two and seven were like a month apart. Right. Well, actually, I stand corrected. Uh, Mega Man X came out in at the end of '93, early '94. This one came out at the end of '92. So maybe my poor ass just—they uh, came out right around the same time because that's when I could afford them or receive them from a friend. But uh, yeah, I feel like you know Mega Man Five and Six had the trouble of being right around the time of Mega Man X, which was like the literal game changer. But uh, I still love this game. Um, you know, the music's pretty dope. 
uh, you know, Gravity Man's theme. That's the first song. Great. Uh, I think it's got one of the best openings. Second song of the series. Oh, it's um, the opening song. You know, and Wave Man is right up there at the top of my, towards the top of my list of like favorite Mega Man jams. Uh, you know, stupid bosses aside, you know, I think the game's a lot of fun. Uh, you know, and you get to collect Mega Man letters and uh, get beat for uh, for the final like uh, boss castle, which right. I did not get a chance to do in my stream because I forgot that you couldn't go back once you start Proto Man's castle. You cannot go back and try and get the last letter, so I totally let it go and then just you know ended up spelling like you know Mega N five and not Mega Man five, and I never got to use beat, and it sucked. <laughs> like <laughs> this, is, this is the game that introduced beat. Yeah. Hell yeah. And man, he, that guy's handy. <laughs> like, I need a bird to come in and do my dirty work towards the top of the stage. Like, go kill kill that stuff hanging off the ceiling. Thanks, Beat. Yeah. Because well, this is the That's game where, it. like, Beat's super useful. Because in later ones, they change it where he just, like, grabs you if you fall into a pit. Where here, right. he just, like, dive bombs everything on the screen. Yeah, he just comes and fucking wrecks the house, man. I love it. You know. <laughs> and I'm trying to think of anything else they changed. They added, uh, you know, the slightly useless weapon, or not weapon, but item, the super arrow, um, which, uh, is a very strange thing. It's like a, it's like a super fast rush jet, so you can shoot it and maybe jump on it and ride it, but more accurately, you can use it to make platforms on walls to get to, like, a couple of one-ups here and there in the game. Uh, and yeah, and rush, uh, the rush coil was different, which I always thought was weird. I like... I like jumping on Rush's back and having a springboard shoot out of it. I think that's cool. This one, it was like, his legs shoot up and then you can jump off of him at the height of his jump, and as a kid, it confused the shit out of me. So, you know, classic Rush coil, please. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Other than that, I, just, I love everything about Mega Man 5. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else. You know, Johnny, you're the, you're the man on Mega Man 5. You watched me stream it. Tell me everything I did. <laughs> I, I watched <laughs> most of the stream. I think, I think you beat it, or I you did. got close. Okay, I remember you getting. I remember seeing you go through Proto Man's castle. Uh, mm -hmm. I remember seeing the Proto Man clone. You know, scene and right. all that. Dark Man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, not Proto Man because he doesn't have the scarf and his whistle sounds weird. So, <laughs> you know, imposter. Gotta watch out for those. That's right, because the the first <laughs> yeah. wave of castle bosses, it's all like versions of Darkman, which are the giant like robot. Where there's yeah. one where he has tank treads. There's one where his arm is like a giant rocket launcher. Yeah, it's it, they're it's weird. It's, it kind of bucks the trend of like you know kind of big sprited like uh, castle bosses. Because yeah, they're just kind of like they're almost average sized bosses, <laughs> but like they're not uh, blank man. They're just like military robots or some shit. You know, one's got like a rotating energy shield, which is uh, very hard to see the way it blinks on a computer monitor when you're emulating the game. Uh, so that was a pain <laughs> in the ass. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, it's a cool game. You know, it's got a, uh, I don't know, it's got everything I love about Mega Man. Even if even if the series was a little fatigued at this point, it's, uh, it's still pretty dope. I like it a lot. But uh, that, that whole um, imposter that doesn't wear your scarf and plays your whistle tune all weird that's the problem i deal with like almost every day yeah like that is something that i think all of us can relate to <laughs> it's like a guy with like a weird saxophone like, <laughs> yeah. 
somebody with a like a tenor sax walking around Oklahoma City wearing a scarf and just everybody's like, damn, is that John? He, you know, he looks all <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, no, that's uh, that's Dark John. <laughs> yeah. Jake. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So anyway. The, you know, that's a life lesson. Just keep a keep an eye out for imposters who uh, <laughs> who don't wear your wear your scarf or play your song right. And uh, you know, with that in mind, Johnny, play the next song. <laughs> play it right. Game five. like the western vibe <laughs> yeah
Sweet. Well, I don't know about you guys, yeah. but I'm fucking lost. Yeah, you uh-huh. look you hold the answer up. <laughs> I was say, after two we songs, need... holding an answer up. When yeah, are we yeah. going to have trivia? Only the All trivia right. can redeem us. All right, so the trivia <laughs> for this game is um, one of the zones shares its name <laughs> the with the studio. <laughs> oh, damn it. One of the levels shares its name with <laughs> the studio <laughs> where they've been recording the English voiceovers to this game series since, since 2010. David, if I didn't say zone, it would have been okay trivia. <laughs> I was really hoping oh, well. for a Mario 2 trivia situation. Uh. I got my finger on the hat trick button. Let's see some answers. I can't even read Davis that well, but I'm going to assume everybody was from Sonic Mania, <laughs> which is right. <laughs> John, John, hold yours up again. You said something kind of oh, looked pretty good. Something in Sonic, Sonic 2 3 Knuckles CD. <laughs> That's it, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, this is Sonic Mania. Oh. I'm blown away. Is it? <laughs> yeah. What you gonna do, brother, when Sonic Mania runs wild on you? <laughs> <laughs> um, Fucking. I, yeah. This is literally the only game I've ever pre-ordered in my entire life. <laughs> um, 
I always I always tell people like, no, wait till it comes out, wait for the views. I'm like, no, fuck it, this game's gonna be awesome. And I was right. Um, <laughs> nice. The only the only problem I've had so far is the fact that they delayed the PC release two weeks just to go add DRM into it. Like, that was so frustrating because I don't know about you guys, but when I log into YouTube, like my feed is mostly stock videos and so <laughs> like i could go on to youtube for like two weeks oh this yeah all sonic mania god yeah, it's I, like I, your I, game of thrones isn't it like when they announced the delay for it and you were complaining about it, i was like you know if i wanted to be a jerk i could buy this game on switch play through it and then just call you and say guess what i finished <laughs> oh my god. That would have been severely I, dickish. <laughs> obviously I so, didn't do that, but only made more dickish so, by you streaming it and you know tagging Johnny in it every time you started it. But um, <laughs> you know, David, not being a complete dick, uh, didn't do that. So Johnny got to experience Sonic Mania, finally. Um yep, and yeah. I came home from work the day it came out and I just I beat it that night. <laughs> like, <laughs> That doesn't I, surprise me in the slightest. Well, then he plays the game. It's an old school Sonic game, so it's what, like four or five hours long? It's not like super long, right? Yeah, I managed to, within four or five hours, beat all the levels and get all the Chaos Emeralds and get the, you know, good ending and all that. Only with Sonic and Tails. I still have to play through with Tails and Sonic and Knuckles and Knuckles and Knuckles and Tails and Knuckles and all that stuff. Yes. But, and big the you know, cat. I got the Let's gist talk of it. Froggy. Yeah, I, I fucking love the fact that there's Knuckles and Knuckles. That makes oh me happy. Oh my god. That's And the game is just filled with references on references on references. Like, there's all these little things that are... Like, in the Studiopolis zone, you go into a popcorn machine, and that's a reference to an actual popcorn machine that you can play this, like, weird little Sonic game on. Um... Huh. They they have a at the end of a level, Sonic does this weird little leap thing, and that's based on an unused sprite from Sonic the Hedgehog One. Um, yeah, basically they went through like the cutting room floor and just like said, "Well, let's get all these things that all the hardcore fans know about for some weird reason and put them into this game." <laughs> this is Sonic like, Mania. There, I seem to remember <laughs> watching some video and seeing a comment where in like Studiopolis zone. There, there's a section where like you run into a van and then it turns you into a TV signal and beams you to a different part of the level. But like the car is named Hornet because that's the car from um, Daytona USA. Sweet. Oh wow. Yep. 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 Ton- just tons of like you just go- I could talk all day on this and I'm going to now. Yeah, I was so- gonna say yeah <laughs> no you know knowing that you were gonna pick this I was prepared to not speak anymore so. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah and then uh in the mirage zone they uh put in like an unreleased badnik you know that was cut from sonic one um and yeah the game's just the game is great the game is the first good sonic game since sonic and knuckles like i think they finally managed to top lock on technology because um, <laughs> that was work. really the <laughs> that was the pinnacle of sonic was lock on technology <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's basically a game made by fans for fans. Like, the Sega employed a team of, you know, ROM hackers uh, so to make a Sonic, Sonic game. What's that? So, not Sonic Team. Yeah, not Sonic. You know, fuck Sonic Team, man. <laughs> Let's be honest. Not, they have not been good for a long time. <laughs> they have not been living up to their namesake whatsoever. No. I mean, like, yeah. the Honestly, Sonic Team games lately have been good? No, no. Like, uh, not, if they make the race, no. not great, not outstanding. They've been 
Well, they're all right. Because <laughs> if but they no. made the racing game, the racing game is pretty awesome. Oh, the racing game's great. Sumo Digital. Oh, okay. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> yeah, they really ought to just dissolve Sonic Team, take the guys who made Sonic Mania, call them Sonic Team now. Like, they're say, Sonic yeah, Team they, now. Sh they should remake, like, Sonic Team, Sonic Team, and then promote <laughs> promote the Sonic Mania crew to Sonic Team, and just, you know, God, just let it go from there. Part, my other favorite part of Sonic Mania was just the insane marketing that, um, <laughs> the second that's uh, that Like, they, they knew who this game is for. Um, they had that weird video, like, very early on where they, like, played, it was like the intro to Sonic Mania, but they freeze-framed it on this one weird, like, frame of animation, and it just got all bizarre and strange, and, like, weird fan art appeared on screen, and I think they even dropped, like, a Pangus from, um, the Sonic Saturday, you know, AM cartoon. Like, it was, <laughs> it was absolutely bananas. <laughs> Or that, that, that infomercial cartoon. that they made that was parodying an actual Sonic 2 ad from back in the day. With yeah, all the slices, pretty... it dices, it Julian's fries. Huh. I mean, the, the Sonic Mania marketing team is far better than the Mighty Number no. 9 marketing team. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Why even go there? That's <laughs> like, that was because I'm still angry you just about that fucking man. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. yeah. The Mighty Number no. 9 marketing team is the lowest hurdle to cross, and Sonic Mania blew right past that. <laughs> Good God. God, you know. kick them when they're down, man. <laughs> it's like David uh, was like, you know, going to the bathroom earlier today, and he's like, you know what? I'm still mad about Mighty Number no. Nine, and I'm gonna figure out a way to bring yeah. it up on the show. Yeah. And then Sonic and it ain't coming up during like, Mega Man Five. Mm -mm. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what's great? When we take like legacy platformers that people love and make good versions. Yeah, what a novel yeah. concept. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about that? Yeah, let's and talk so, to the Freedom Planet guys and the Sonic Mania sheesh. guys and see how they feel about the Mighty Number no. Nine. I'm sure they all love it. You know. But, <laughs> Mighty number nine, you know, it you know, history will be kind to Mighty Number Nine. It just you, you know, lie we, like a fucking rug. <laughs> we Sheesh. just need to get a little further away from it. <laughs> you know. As far <laughs> as possible. <laughs> yeah. When the sun burns out and this planet dies, somebody's gonna be standing there like, you know, Mighty Number Nine wasn't so bad. It beats this. Like, you know. It beats the end of existence, Mighty Number Nine. Anyhow, Pokemon. um, <laughs> it's Sonic better Mania than the heat of the Mighty universe. How, how else is Sonic Mania awesome? Oh man, so like they, they, I think the game is like half remixed zones from Sonic from the old Sonic games and like half totally new zones. Um, how many of the new zones are from the Mighty Number no. Nine? Um, zero. John, okay. I hate you. I'm trying to get on something positive. <laughs> I'm just saying. Let's just talk about Sonic. That is positive. In all there are the no Mighty yeah, Number Nine zones. Only <laughs> in the ways that it relates to Mighty Number Nine. No. So, um, in the way they did the whole remix zone thing was pretty cool. Basically, the first act is pretty similar to how it was in the in the, actual, in the Genesis games, just expanded a whole bunch, like just way bigger, but otherwise about the same. And then in Act Two, they introduced a whole bunch of new mechanics. Um, and it becomes basically like its own new thing. Like, so Chemical Plant Zone, you know, Act 1 is really similar to, so to Chemical Plant Zones Act 1 and 2 from, you know, the original Sonic 2. Uh, and then Act 2, they introduce all these new things where they really emphasize the use of chemicals. Um, like, 
there's some kind of goo that transforms and you can bounce off of it and things like that and it's really really cool yeah no, um, that did look really cool that looked like some portal 2 type shit like you gotta inject the goo and change it to colors and then you can like bounce off of it and stuff it was like I was watching you play this I was just so happy for you the whole time but that that did yeah. look like a lot of fun <laughs> yeah, and I love the like... things like oh go ahead no you go ahead I love how they, you know, they reuse sound effects, like the, the bounce sound uh, on the goo is like the bounce sound used in Sonic and Knuckles, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, I love that sound! <laughs> I was gonna say, because isn't like so for you. two of Green Hill Zone now in the desert for some reason? No, no, it's still a green, it's still <laughs> very much Green Hill Zone. There's a desert God. zone, though, okay. and that say, desert that zone... That would have been a twist. <laughs> Well, I remember zone seeing is... something about, well, when you were playing, it's like um, Green Hill Zone Act 2, it's like, and instead of the big ocean in the background and everything, now it's all, like, dried out and there's sand. Hmm. No, Green Hill Zone Act 2 is, uh, it's mountains in the background now, and that's based on, there was a prototype of Sonic 1 showed at, like, the Tokyo Games Expo, like, way, 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 way back before Sonic 1 came out, and all that exists of that demo our pictures people took like if the rom's gone you can't you know nothing and the the background on that is way different from how it was in sonic one and so in sonic mania green hill zone act 2 they based it off that background from that you know from like the two pictures of this now that's old demo. good god yeah and then no same thing with um the mirage mirage uh saloon zone uh an early um concept art of not concept art but like i guess mock-up of sonic 2 was best based in a desert level and they never did it and there's only one image one image ever of this level that was in a magazine and they made a whole level based on that like, <laughs> based on this one image and from watching you play it they threw sonic the fighters characters into it which is fucking dope too <laughs> like, yeah they're pulling they're like out the obscure references have like beak the duck or whatever yeah, and eventually, you know, I guess spoilers if you haven't played the Mirage Zone yet, but, like, they start jumping out of the wanted posters to, as, like, a miniature boss fight, and you have to beat, like, being the dynamite and bark the polar bear. <laughs> it's like, all right, that's, uh, you know, they're really getting obscure with this. This is fantastic. It's like, so good. I'm so happy for you. Uh, I'm never going to play this, but, you know, I'm so glad that you oh. got to. <laughs> like... I think everyone honestly should, though. I think it's a great value. It's, it's 20 bucks, and... Uh, there's two kinds of um, like bonus levels. There's the bonus levels for unlocking the Chaos Emeralds, and those are sweet. They're kind of a mix of Sonic R and the Sonic CD uh, bonus stages where you're running, trying to catch a UFO. Everyone loves Sonic R. Yeah. It's, it's my <laughs> yeah. favorite. It's the <laughs> only way in that it's ground, like... Okay. <laughs> The only way that it's like Sonic R really is that the Sonic your Sonic is like a th- low polygon 3D Sonic that looks like he's out of Sonic R. That's that's it. I promise. Okay, After that, fair. it's all Sonic CD. <laughs> the fact that they specifically went with like shitty polygon graphics. It looks so good. It's awesome. Yeah. And then the um, <sighs> and even that zone, even those bonus stages, like they have the fish floating around from the Sonic One bonus stages. Like it's just bananas. And then um. You and then the you can also earn these like coins or tokens, and those are done by playing the Sonic Three style bonus stages, the Blue Spheres. And I really, man, like I forgot how good I am at the goddamn Blue Spheres because I've played them so much. Like I was getting perfect every time. So much of the stream watching you play that was you playing Blue Spheres. I'm just like. 
what is this accomplishing right now? <laughs> like, he's playing this so often. It, like, it was ridiculous. I'm like, getting so, what, I and so I kept waiting for you like, yeah, and then it's like, you know, you're going to approach a Chaos Emerald. No, it's a coin. What did those coins get you? Uh, they unlock extra features like the Knuckles the Knuckles mode and the sound uh, test and things like that. Okay. Yeah, uh, you, you can unlock the ability to use the Sonic 3 style uh, Insta Shield. You can unlock the Sonic CD style Super Peel Out. Right. Uh, Knuckles and Knuckles mode. Um, I'm not sure what else there is because I still I haven't gotten all the coins yet. There's a few. Yeah, I saw you going through like an options menu, and it was just like, wow. I'm sure John knows what all those different things mean, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, play style one, two, three, and knuckles. I'm like. I don't know the difference. <laughs> I'm sure there's a difference, but I, you know, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, and then Pat in the chat is giving me shit because the easiest booster stage is the one that I kept fucking up. Like, when they're too easy, they're too hard. Like, I can't do it. Yeah, exactly. I need them to be hard. You were eased into, you know, false sense of security. Like, oh, I've got this. Bling. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, you played so much Blue Spheres. I'm sitting there. Like, I, I really was engaged just watching you play the game because I was really happy for you to be able to play this game. But then you kept going to Blue Spheres. I'm like, I think I'm going to watch something else, too. <laughs> I'm going to turn something else on. Let's see when he stops playing that damn Blue Sphere thing. I'm going to pull up a new tab and listen to when he says, All right, we're back into the zone. Okay, cool. Yeah, exactly. Fuck. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, Sonic Mania, man. I'm, you know, again, like I said, I'm just so happy for you. <laughs> I so, am not a Sonic fan. This game is not for me, but so uh, for what you. Would, what would you say, John? Would you rate it a solid seven out of ten? Um, I'd give it a seven out of five. It's really good. Whoa! <laughs> Off the scale, man. <laughs> really, yeah. it's it's worth every penny. There's some people that are pissed about the DRM thing, but like, and I, I actually did write Sega a letter saying like, please don't delay games to add DRM. Like, either get them out on release day as everybody else, or just don't add the DRM. Like, okay, John, John, I'm sorry, but please. So you you wrote a letter to Sega saying like, don't do this with DRM. Please tell me that you finished it by saying, P.S. I am not a crackpot. <laughs> Oh my god, they showed up. Oh man. Johnny, you fucked up, man. <laughs> if, you, yeah. if you wrote a handwritten letter to Sega and didn't finish it with a joke, they didn't read it. I don't know if you noticed, but you know, they're a they're a weird company now. Because really oh, they yeah. just took this letter, read through everything, and then said, uh, he's a crackpot and crampled it off. But if you said yeah. I am not a crackpot, well then they would have had to listen to you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, if you have to explicitly state, I am not a crackpot. Then they bring it into the fucking like board meeting and be like, guys, listen, I've been thinking about DRM a lot lately. And this young man, you know, he's really uh really makes a good point. You know, let's stop delaying all the games we have in development. Release Streets of Rage four. You know. Oh my god. <laughs> they just do it right then. <laughs> You'd never see it coming. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> So yeah, until Streets Rage 4, we're just going to have to enjoy Sonic Mania as the new high watermark of, uh, you know, Sega getting something right. Um, anything else, Johnny? You know, the floor still should be yours. You know. I, I think I about covered it as much as I can, really, without, you know, giving it all away. Yeah, uh, I gotta leave a little bit for people to, you know, want to go buy it. 
Exactly. And let's just not go over two hours. We've got, you know, we got a nice tight show here. So, Johnny, All how right. about some calculating computer? Okay. Calculating computer activated. Computers. Beeps. Beeps. What the heck? Scoring complete. This game's winner is... David Fleming. Oh, not again. <laughs> this game's winner is... John Harrington. Hey, there we go. Hey. <laughs> for the editing room. John, you really should have done yourself, you know, just because you got Sonic Mania. But, uh, you know. This I mean, game's winner is... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck <laughs> <Okay>, yeah, dude! <laughs> yeah, you won in classic Regan style. <laughs> wow. You know, the classic one point victory. <laughs> you know, as in you only scored one point and you brought Sonic Mania. <laughs> you know, this that's, is uh, winner is. <laughs> I love this show so much. Oh, uh, it's uh, it's this is one for the ages, man. So yeah, congrats, Johnny. Uh, great game. <laughs> You know, thank you for bringing Sonic Mania, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> what a show! <laughs> you know, so uh, you know, as the uh, as the unquestioned winner of the show, uh, what uh, what do you got in mind for next week, man? <laughs> I was thinking every twenty six episodes we do our redo episode. Next week would be Game of Tune seventy eight, and so <laughs> next week you we were should. That? I was, I was just thinking <laughs> that, <laughs> and so we should go back and. Um, you know, just bring up games we've brought up before. Okay. Games we really love and want to play more music from. Following in the tradition. I will write you a blank uh, check if you play no. Sonic Mania again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I would love that. You know, so there's a lot like, of music. So, like, can I, I love, like, pick songs from a game that one of you guys had? Or yes. does it just have to be one for mine? Oh, yes. yeah, absolutely. Because I think yeah. um, the second time we did this, I picked Mario Kart 8, which John had first used. Oh, so, yeah. Oh. No. I, yeah. I, I think, well, yeah, once I picked Secret of Man, I think the other time I picked something that somebody else picked. But, yeah. No, it's a, it's a you know, it's a free reign over the uh, the list of previous games. You know, thanks for uh, thanks for sticking with traditions there, Johnny. This is going to be a good one. Yeah. Jesse, uh, I'll coordinate with you to make sure that we don't pick all the same Sonic Mania tracks next week. Good okay. thinking. You, uh, That's make sure called to planning include, ahead. Make sure to include me in that group. Yes, exactly. <laughs> How many songs are there in Sonic Mania? You use three Enough. tonight. There's Enough at least that we. There's at least twelve more, well, right? <laughs> yeah. There's like sixty. Ah! Easily. I'll do Sonic uh, Mania next week. And uh, we're taking requests. So please should you want to hear Mania. songs from Sonic Mania? Spelled yeah. S O I C O. Is oh, it wrong yeah. that I hope someone requests Sonic Mania? <laughs> no. <laughs> that would be awesome. We just get a flood of emails in our inbox, gamethatune at gmail.com, and it's just all Sonic Mania requests with no specific songs. Just you know, <laughs> just like 50 messages that just say Sonic Mania. Somebody make that happen. I would love <laughs> to have to delete a lot of stuff. We get all these emails from all these, all of our fans. Sonic Mania Fan 1, Sonic Mania Fan 2, Sonic Mania Fan 3, 
Subject line Sonic JP Mania. Regan JR plus Sonic 1 at gmail.com. <laughs> JP Regan JR plus Sonic 2 at gmail.com. You know, all the Sonic Mania fans out there. Uh, yeah. Anyway, That's it's going to be Sonic a great Maniac. show. You know, no matter how much Sonic Mania we have on there next week, we're going to have some fun. Um, so, yeah, thanks to everybody that tuned in tonight. You know, we had a blast. Um, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just back in classic game that tune, baby. Not taking anything seriously. <laughs> That's the way we likes it. So, uh, yeah, um, thanks for tuning into the live show. Uh, check us out Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern on uh, twitch.tv slash game that tune, YouTube, search for game that tune, and facebook.com slash game that tune. Uh, you know, check us out in podcast form. Uh, you know, Wednesday mornings. Find us in iTunes or at GameThatTune.com. Uh, we do want requests, whether they're Sonic Mania or not. Uh, you can email us at uh, you know GameThatTune at gmail.com or find us uh, find us on Twitter. We're at GTTPod, and uh, we get a lot of requests. So if you want request priority, you might want to check out Patreon.com/GameThatTune, where uh, you chip a little money towards the show. And we listen to you more than we listen to other people. You know, you uh, scratch our back, we scratch your back. And you should know that now that you make requests, you're requesting not only for Game That Tune, the show, but for Game That Tune Radio on YouTube. You know, go to our uh, YouTube page, find our 24-7 live music stream, and, you know, any songs that you request that get on the show, they're getting in the radio station. So, you know, you're, uh, you're helping us curate fantastic video game music for, uh, for the internet. So, yeah, check us out. And uh, while we're on the subject of Patreon, a special thanks to our Patreon super fan tier producers, Alex Messenger and Lance Revere. You guys are great. And, uh, yeah, you know, we'll probably play some games that you've previously requested for the show on next week's show. So, yeah, um, you know, get back with us then. In the meantime, follow all of us on Twitter. Follow me at jgangster187. Follow David Fleming on Twitter at... FD. Yep, follow Jesse Moore on Twitter at Sega underscore legend. And follow John Regan, the unquestioned winner, you know, Mr. Mania on Twitter at JP Regan JR. Hell yeah. So, uh, Johnny, I bet you don't have bonus tunes, do you? I do. <gasps> this is a ska cover of <laughs> Gourmet Race from Kirby Superstar. It's not related at all to any of my music. No, it isn't, is it? <laughs> Good night, everybody.
take. Can we make a rule where Johnny doesn't get to win anymore? Yeah, that just <laughs> happened. Oh, um, you know, I need to rush myself to the emergency room. But before that, some copyrights. Captain Skyhawk is copyright 1990, Rare Limited, and Milton Bradley Company. Art Style Picto Bits is copyright 2009, Nintendo of America Incorporated. Hearthstone is copyright 2014, Blizzard Entertainment. Mega Man 5 is copyright 1992, Capcom Company Limited. Sonic Mania is copyright 2017, Sega Games Company Limited. Can we just replace it with a different bonus song so people don't quit our YouTube channel? Like, we're going <laughs> to lose subscribers on this video, and it only gets like two views every week. <laughs> 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 we lost Dell. <laughs> <laughs>